0: No more
1: tips and rambles with Rafi Ola, you amazing artist. It's Rafi and Clee and today we're here in the studio in our live pod stream. We do a live pod stream once a month, and we already have several people here joining us for this, which is
0: awesome. Thank you guys for joining us. Tonight, we're talking about loneliness, loneliness as a creative, and this is a question that was inspired by our Artroverts podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, the person that asked this question watches our YouTube channel and listens to the podcast. Her name is Nellie, Nellie Kilu, and you can find her on Instagram at Nellie Kiloo Art, and she basically said... Dear Rafi and Clee, first of all, thank you for being a voice of reason in this chaotic world. In 2018, I quit my job and started pursuing art. Hooray! Yeah,
1: congratulations, Nellie.
0: I've had my ups and downs, but I am still going. I just listened to your podcast on Artroverts, and I really liked it. I'm an individual who prefers to stay at home and create, but as an artist, in the past few years, I've noticed a swelling feeling of loneliness from time to time. People like my partner, friends, and family are supportive, but can't really relate to my struggles as an an artist. I've held my own exhibitions and met lots of artists through the years and befriended some, but I still feel that loneliness. I think it's a curse and a blessing to get absorbed in your own work. I love to create and be in my own world, but sometimes when I wake up from that flow, I find myself just still in my studio alone and I don't hear a lot of conversation about artists and loneliness. She also had explained that her particular genre of art, sometimes even engaging with other artists, is a genre that she feels kind of isolated within.
1: That is a fantastic question because loneliness is a real thing. For anybody that's a creative, for the most part, we get really, really caught up in the creation of whatever it is. Writers, for example, spend months writing their stories and being being trapped inside of their story. And in fact, you don't want to be pulled out from that flow.
0: No, because that, that sol- solitude is good for the process.
1: Exactly. But it's interesting because when you are not creating... Uh, you could really, really feel that solitude.
0: Oh yeah, most definitely. I remember uh, going back as far back as I can remember because I've always been kind of a, I was a solitary kid. And like, sometimes I would finish an art project, right? And it would be like two in the morning. Right. And everything was quiet.
1: Everything, everybody was asleep. (laughs) Everything was quiet.
0: Yeah. Creating in general is a solitary process. People have talked about the solitude of artists, yeah. for eons, I, yeah. it is of it can be a very lonely uh, career choice.
1: Loneliness is something that I dealt with even before I got into the arts and as a kid, I was very creative, very artistic. and I was also a very lonely kid. Yeah, I didn't have very many friends. And so the the ability to do what I do now, And create as much as I create without falling into feeling because we're in the studio together. Yet a lot of times we're not, we're not communicating with each other. Oh, totally. we're, we're both caught up in our own projects Now and hours could go by and we haven't even said a word to each other.
0: Absolutely. Now we try to remember to uh, take breaks and connect with one another, but it absolutely, you could be in the same room with another artist who you do connect with and be absorbed in your work and be for all intents and purposes, alone yeah. in what you're doing. When you and I were doing the huge art installation we did a couple of years back, right? which was a huge scale project. It involved dozens of people. People were coming and going all the time. And yet within the space that we were each working in, it was very solitary. It
1: was very solitary because we were working on separate rooms And uh, everybody was working on their own projects and we interacted with one another, Mm -hmm. but we were so caught up and had such a tight deadline with that. that You had
0: to be in that. You had
1: to be in that zone. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Christine just joined us.
0: Hi, Christine. Being a musician, uh, getting off stage. And you're surrounded by people when you're playing live, right? And you're like, I am a rock god. (laughs) And then uh, usually then what happens is you pack up your gear and you get in your car and it's just you. And you have a very long drive home. Yeah. And sometimes because your ears are ringing from the decibel level of the show, you drive home in complete silence (laughs) (laughs) with no music on. Um, And there's nothing, there's such a stark contrast. Man,
1: and you played those shows up north in Chicago. So in the wintertime, when you were driving home, it was all like desolate. It was desolate. And like cold out.
0: Yes. And it was usually like (laughs) at least an hour drive to get back home from wherever I was. Oh my
1: goodness. Yeah.
0: Huge stark contrast. So the career of artists intrinsically can be a lonely
1: well yeah because okay so let's say that you're working on a song for example when you are in here you're working on a song you have your headphones on yeah you are playing uh whatever it is that you're playing over and over and over and making corrections and tweaking it and playing it over and over and that process in of itself could last hours upon hours
0: days sometimes yeah yeah.
1: days sometimes and when that's happening you and i aren't talking and stuff or when I'm sitting there and working on a painting the only time that I come up for air and maybe communicate with you is when something is drying but even still you'll try to talk to me sometimes (laughs) and you know you what what response do you usually like you'll get like "Uh uh-huh and I have no idea what you're talking about
0: the last one that I remember was I said something to you and you looked at me and with business voice you said right and I was like (laughs) that was not that was not a Rafi response. Right. Correct.
1: Right. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even remember you asking me anything because I was in the painting. Right. I was I was working in the painting. The problem is when I come out of the painting, right? Because like I've been in that painting for three hours and I come out of the painting and I want to interact with you, another human, and you're either working on jewelry or something else. And then I try to interact with you and you're in whatever it is that you're doing.
0: Yeah and this is us we share a studio right so um having having a solitary studio um yeah and i remember that working on stuff and coming coming out of it as she said like you wake up from the process right yeah and there's silence
1: silence i had an art studio we had this tiny tiny little hole in the wall thing in the basement that was my art studio and when my ex-wife wasn't using it to hang laundry.
0: A totally appropriate use of an art space said with the most sarcasm ever. Yeah,
1: exactly. When she wasn't using it to hang laundry, um, I would be in there and it was, it was my getaway from everything that was going on. But even still, it was very lonely. I remember like trying to blast music or play something or do something in order to just get caught up in that vibe. But it was almost like I understood that, yes, this was my me time. Mm -hmm. But I also knew that um, nobody else in the house shared in that experience. Right. So I think that I think that there is something that gets added to it when you feel isolated because you're the only one that's doing it. Yes. And it's almost like nobody else around you understands what's going on because you're so weird because you're creative. So you don't think the way that a lot of other people think about. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Whether it's that they just think you're playing around down there or they just don't understand the way you think in general or they just don't understand what you're doing.
1: Now she says that she has people that are supportive, which is awesome. One of the things that I realized and and this is what I'm what I'm really hoping to say here is that the feeling of loneliness um is a feeling. Yes. You know what I mean? And the fact of the matter was it didn't have anything to do with how many people were around me. It had more to do with the way that I felt. Because I felt lonely, it kind of Persisted that feeling because I felt isolated and alone. It persisted that feeling because I had friends that were artists, but they also didn't, they weren't part of my tribe, inner
0: circle. Yeah,
1: they weren't part of my inner circle. What did Christine say?
0: I think about the groups of artists that would gather in cafes at the end of their art day in the 18th century to talk, drink, and share. Like a reprieve from that solitary uh, day that you spent.
1: You know, but what's interesting about that is that you see that all those artists got together like Pollock and, and, you know, a lot of the artists, Rothko. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And yet they still, uh, there were a lot of photo ops, And a lot of times where they would get together and they would talk and drink and make fun of each other and stuff. But I think I think somebody like Pollock felt very, very isolated and very alone. Regardless. Regardless. And there is a big difference between being by yourself and being creative and feeling isolated.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember back in the day I got myself involved with a lot of stuff um to try to to try to meet more people who I thought would think like me and to try to basically to try to keep from feeling that so I volunteered at a theater and I did all kinds of projects with people um but really even still I would walk away at the end of those days and feel a sense of fulfillment for what I had done but still the loneliness kind of persisted. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's exactly like being up on stage with your band. And
0: then getting in the car. And then getting in the
1: car and and then feeling, feeling that sense of loneliness. Now
0: I realized, and then this touches on an entirely different can of worms, but really like I was afraid to be alone with myself. Yeah. That's my story. Yeah.
1: There are different ways that people approach this. Some people really do not want to be by themselves mm-hmm. right so for example, um, I know people that even when they're surrounded by other people, I've been that person that even when I'm surrounded by other people that I could feel utterly and completely alone.
0: yeah, I've experienced that
1: because I'm not distracted from myself in my life
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and so and, and I'm not saying that this is the case for her or this is the case for everybody. But it is important to take a look at that and see if you are feeling alone because you are afraid of being with yourself and you need to have people around to distract you. From that.
0: Right, I know that's not the case for everyone. That was definitely my story back in the day, and I had read a quote actually that said uh, the the best combatant for loneliness, uh, anxiety, all those things is complete and absolute love of self. Yeah, and that's difficult. I mean, and it sounds so like that sounds so good. Well, I paper. mean, that's
1: that's the that's the the it's the best. Thing ever, but it is also the most overused, yeah. which is love yourself. Yeah, and and a lot of times I remember back in the day I had no idea what that meant. You know, you get you get this idea of like, oh, love yourself. You're gonna love yourself. Right, like but you that's love some
0: so like, abstract. For
1: me, it had a lot to do with the emotions. I don't feel lonely even when we are not together. There are times where I'm like, I feel like we haven't hung out together. (laughs) Yeah. But for the most part, I don't feel very lonely because I do feel connected to you, even if we are in the room and we're not interacting. Yeah. But that's because we have a connection. Even if I go somewhere, I might get bored because I'm by myself. I'll be like, I'm bored, but I don't feel lonely.
0: Lee Evans said, I think the hardest part is not being able to talk about art with anyone. I live in a rural area and no one around here is interested in art. I miss university in London, where we could interact with other artists. Sometimes late at night, with a few glasses of yellow juice, <laughs> I call that four a.m. talk.
1: Four a.m. talk, yeah. You know, I and I, that's that's one thing that I would have to absolutely agree with. You know, I don't I don't necessarily agree with the idea that uh, that one can feel lonely because you're always hanging out with yourself. You know, so like. If you are hanging out with yourself, you've got quite possibly the best and most awesome cheerleader that you could hang out with as long as you've developed that kind of relationship with yourself. But I also agree that like you need to have people around that you could have that art talk with
0: That at least get you on some level, even if they don't exactly think yeah, how and you think. Even
1: if they don't get you, like as long as you know that the conversations are safe, that you could talk about whatever harebrained scheme or artistic ideas that you have and that it's not going to be met with judgment or anything like that. I think that that's, that's really important.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I think, honestly, that is why you and I formed such a strong connection immediately was because we began conversations and it was a safe space yeah and there was trust yeah and although we had differing viewpoints we were able to communicate
1: yeah exactly and i think that that's one of the one of the issues that you run into when you're trying to find your people yeah. especially in a local community like when you're when i was in chicago with as many amazing and awesome artists that that i knew there there was only a handful that I could sit there and have that conversation with because, um honestly, there was a lot of judgmental, insecure people that I interacted with that were artists. It's one of the issues that you run into when, when you're dealing with artists. There are so many open-minded, amazing, and experimental people out there. But it's also a field where you run into a lot of insecurities and a lot of people trying to find validation.
0: Totally. And a
1: lot of times they try to find validation by uh, coming off as the smartest in the room. You do run into that and that could be extremely isolating the the fact of the matter is that none of us know what the heck is going on or what we're doing
0: yeah whether um,
1: it's as an artist or just as a human being
0: a city like chicago can amplify your feeling of loneliness with its sheer size oh yeah
1: absolutely
0: going to events understanding that everyone's trying to navigate this event the same way that i am made a game of just like observing all the awkwardness right appreciating the awkwardness appreciating the moments where I get to be a fly on the wall and just witness what's going on and also appreciate my awkward interactions with people that may or may not be future friends that may yep. or may not be future acquaintances that may or may not be future collectors, so on, so forth.
1: I mean, I love, and that's, I think that that's the thing. Like I love interacting with humans.
0: Yeah. Right. They're great. So,
1: I love interacting and every once in a while, you know, like what we have on Patreon, we have an amazing group of humans on Patreon that we get to interact with. And so like every once in a while, you run into an asshat. Every once in a while, you run into people that you don't necessarily really connect with. But a lot of the time you run into like-minded people, especially when you are putting your art out there and you're putting yourself out there, you tend to attract your kind of people.
0: Tina said, my husband is supportive and always says my art is good, but when it comes to the process of painting, he can't relate.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And Christine said, my husband is a musician and we talk about our process, our ups and downs. I feel fortunate. We support each other. It wasn't that way for either of us in our prior marriages. Yeah. And I'm glad that I'm always happy to hear that kind of story where, you know, your marriage was not what we have. Yeah. Um, I was not married previous to you, but I had lots of relationships where the person I was directly trying to connect with just did not think the way that I did just did not understand.
1: Yeah. And I mean, and that, that, like I said, could be very isolating. I didn't do the smart thing when it came to that. Um, I, I, isolated myself even more Mm -hmm. so like i isolated myself from my friends and instead of like just doing my art and being like fuck it i'm gonna do this thing that i love to do and i'm gonna connect with like-minded people instead i stopped doing the art and i separated myself from my friends that were artistic as well not a good move you gotta find people out there that are like-minded whether or not they are your spouse if they're if they're not your spouse then yeah you know. Then
0: they're your uh, coffee friends.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and
0: also, you know, if you if you meet people and you think that there's like uh, that they're your tribe, and maybe they're not like over the last 10 years, we've met a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. When we first moved to where we live now, that was 950 miles away from home for both of us. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. We knew nobody in town.
0: Even though we had each other, I went through a stint of time where I felt very isolated because everything I knew and everyone I knew was 950 miles away. So I involved myself with things yet again, uh, Doing the farmer's market and doing constant shows was like, we did so many shows that actually the the isolation was like a reprieve right. from right. the chaos. Yeah. So I tried to strike that balance for many years of like doing events that would put me in contact with large amounts of people. And then I would look forward to the isolation and then I would look forward to the events and so on and so forth. Um, I don't know if that was healthy or not. It was a good experience.
1: I mean, and honestly, we gotta figure it out on our own yeah. terms. What is most important to me to to get across in this message to Nellie or anybody else that is out there that is feeling that isolation or that loneliness, whether it is because they're with somebody who doesn't understand them, um, or they're with people that do understand them, but they do tend to feel that isolation and that loneliness. Is that when you're feeling that loneliness, usually what that means is that you are feeling a sense of of disempowerment. You are feeling isolation. You are feeling um, like you don't have a connection and no one understands you. Yeah. And it is very, very important to understand that you cannot rely on anyone else. To make you not feel lonely,
0: absolutely that
1: loneliness it i i and the reason that I know this is because I've experienced loneliness being in a room full of supportive people, yep, that based on where I was in my mind, where I was in my heart, what it was that I was feeling, whether or not I was feeling understood or not, obviously it helps to surround yourself with very, very supportive people. you want to surround yourself with more supportive people than non-supportive people. But that journey is not going to get started until you get to a place where you understand that you are your biggest cheerleader.
0: Yeah, you do have to befriend yourself if you have not done so already.
1: And if you're feeling, you know, and you do whatever it takes. If it it means that you need to create a, a... an artistic room that is your uh, art cave or whatever it is. And that's where you feel completely alive and, and like your biggest cheerleader, then that's what you do. If, uh, if you need to have coffee with a certain friend every Thursday, if you need to connect, we have our Patreon family. Yeah, that connects on Discord. We always are able to have an open conversation with one another.
0: Absolutely. I feel like, you know, like there's always somebody on Discord. And I don't think we realized it at the time, starting with the YouTube and the podcast and the Patreon. But um, the, I what we didn't realize was the extent to which we really wanted to connect with other like-minded artists who were doing it. Not other artists who were complaining yeah. <laughs> or feeling sorry for this yeah. other, but, but people who were really trying to go for it. And I, I, we didn't know it at the time, but we were putting a tribe together. Yeah. And yeah. that's been amazing.
1: So I have a hard time with the word tribe. Yeah. Because a lot of times when it's been used in the past, usually it's like this By
0: Birkenstock wearing hippies. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. So
0: like. (laughs) No, no uh, disrespect to Birkenstock wearing hippies. No, absolutely not. We love you. You have to also not just establish a relationship with yourself, but you kind of have to be willing to open up. Yes. Because you could be uh, connecting with people, but if you're not willing to be vulnerable with those people. Uh, there's not much reciprocation that can happen there.
1: No, it's I think true. Deeper it's true.
0: connections are formed when you're willing to really open up to people that you feel safe with.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean and that, for a
0: long time. And
1: that that was that was the number one reason that I felt the isolation that I did. Yeah. First of first off, I unfortunately was the kind of person that walked into a room and thought that I was the smartest person in the room. Yeah. Right. And back then I thought that that was a good, like I'm the smartest person in the room. The end. What I didn't realize was that I was a complete idiot because a nobody knows more than anyone else. Everyone is equal as far as their knowledge and what they have and who knows what, and and everybody is different and everybody has something to bring to the table. So when you're sitting there and you're acknowledging that you're, I'm the smartest person in the room, basically what you're doing is you're isolating yourself
0: Totally putting up a wall.
1: Putting up a wall because you think that that actually makes you feel better about yourself. It
0: definitely right? doesn't. And
1: when you're saying, I am the smartest person in the room, what you're saying is, no one else is as smart as I am. And right there, you're setting the division. You're setting the separation between you and that the, the other people in the room. Mm-hmm. Whenever you say, I am this and they are that, I am artistic and they are not... Then right there, you're drawing the lines of separation, and that's where the feelings of loneliness come from.
0: Yeah. Now, I had the flip side of that. I put up walls because I felt like fear of judgment. People are – I don't have anything to say. People are going to think anything I have to share is stupid people are going to ridicule me. Like if I speak, I don't speak so good, you know, like all these excuses I came up with. I'm not knowledgeable about things the same way that these people are. So fear of judgment kept me closed off and putting up
1: walls. And the thing is that it's not, it's not necessarily the flip side. It's actually the same thing. It's
0: insecurity. It's
1: insecurity. I was feeling that insecurity. So it made me feel better about myself to say, to separate myself in that way. Whereas you were separating yourself by buying into the insecurity.
0: Yeah, you're right. So Different I was defense. mechanism. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's all the same thing. It's all insecurity. Why would I need to walk into a room and state to myself? I'm the smartest person in the room unless I was insecure about me.
0: Right. And like, then you just, you just cut off any future chance of connecting with people. I'm not saying, well, let's be clear. You don't need to like open up the floodgates to every person uh, that you meet. Obviously, right. you guys all know that. Um, but uh, being really closed off—I mean, isolation is really something. Like you said, it's kind of—it's something we do to ourselves. It's a feeling.
1: It is. It is a feeling. You don't find isolation in your pocket. You don't find isolation anywhere else. And honestly, whenever anybody talks about. Um, feeling lonely that's what we're actually talking about it's not being lonely the the problem is that we associate feeling lonely with being alone
0: right not the same
1: and it's not the same because when you are in that moment of creation where you are wrapped up with your painting you are alone
0: but you are together with your painting <laughs> exactly
1: you're not feeling you're not feeling lonely because you're wrapped up in what you're doing mm-hmm. it's the moment that you're not doing something that all of a sudden you feel alone because you're standing there and you're feeling that isolation of being by yourself. Like this is me. This is what I do. Everyone else has a normal job. They go to their work from nine to five. Here I am painting and you know, I'm not like them. So essentially what you're doing is you're separating yourself from the group Yes. That's where loneliness comes from.
0: Absolutely. Tina said, Klee, me and you are so alike. Rafi and Klee's rogue artist, Colony. Oh, I like Colony. <laughs> I like
1: Colony. I do.
0: Yeah, me, Lee Evans said, yeah, me too. I felt the same way as Klee. Now I just feel different, kind of like a black sheep.
1: A black sheep.
0: Do you know what I did back in the day that made my situation feel even worse? What? I... uh. Sat, I would often be in silence, or I would play super depressing music, beautiful music, but super depressing music that just like amplified my feeling of solitude. And I remember when I met you, you were like, and me who knows how critical and how impactful music is, right? How much music can change a scenario. Just playing a different song over top of a movie scene changes the movie scene entirely
1: yeah, exactly
0: and you being like interesting so <laughs> you're feeling this way and what do you have on on the playlist right now like this is some really kind of depressing stuff albeit beautiful music but um, sometimes music can just like reframe everything for you. Oh,
1: absolutely. I
0: mean, putting on music that makes you feel good, that makes you feel empowered yeah, can make a huge difference. And yeah. I just wanted to side tangent into that. Look and see if you're doing anything that is amplifying the negative feeling that you don't want to have.
1: I mean, that's, that's actually perfect because, okay, so we are all habitual creatures Lee Evans said, same. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, same. Yeah. We are all habitual creatures, right? So like any strong emotion that you have, Mm -hmm. usually what you do is you tie it to some kind of habit of something that you do. Yeah. So for example, back in the day, and this is going to sound very, very dramatic, but because I felt so alone, a lot of times I would go into the bathroom, close the door, sit on the floor in the bathroom next to the tub, and then just start crying. Right. And and feeling completely. So there I was just sitting there crying. There was all the noises of the household going on outside of the door. But there I was by myself, isolated, alone, and completely depressed. Right? Yeah. So my habit was going into the bathroom with the intent... To, to cry. cry. <laughs> to cry.
0: Knowing... That, okay, so what did you tell yourself? This is going to be a release for me. Yeah, this is
1: going to be a release for me. This is going to make me feel better.
0: And did it ever?
1: No, because what I was doing was I was avoiding what was actually really going on, which was I was unhappy in the relationship that I was in. Right. And instead of being myself, I was caving and being someone else, someone who was very quiet. Someone who was very shy, someone who didn't didn't pose their ideas, didn't say whatever. And essentially my only release was to do that habitual thing, which only prolonged the entire process to begin with. Right. Because instead of doing something about it, I just fell into the habit of going into the bathroom and crying. Now that's very depressing. And I don't <laughs> I, I'm sorry that I shared that, but I mean that's that's That just gives you an example of how completely and utterly um, destructive our own habits could be and how we can use them to, to keep,
0: ourselves keep
1: ourselves in a
0: holding pattern.
1: Exactly.
0: Christine said, been there, Rafi. You hit the nail on the head. When we can't honestly be ourselves, we do not feel truly seen and lonely. Yeah. So Shawan said, idleness is my enemy, not in the way where I have to stay busy, but more so when I'm not on guard with my emotions. I have to continuously check in to guard against the negative vibes. It's an ongoing battle or rather practice.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Shawan. I absolutely agree with you.
0: 100% and you have to keep checking in with yourself. I don't think you're ever done. Like none of us are ever going to get to a place where we're like, I... Have reached (laughs) enlightenment. I shall never again feel bad or lonely. I
1: have full control of all my emotions at all times. Like, no, that's not going to happen. In fact, uh, the 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 feelings of loneliness is a is now because of the habit that I'm in. If I am feeling lonely. Then I know that my emotions that i that I've let that something is out of whack
0: that you let yourself go emotionally, yeah speaking. that i've
1: that I've let myself go emotionally because there is absolutely no reason for me to feel a sense of loneliness because I am putting myself out there, I am very, very happy with myself, so when I'm, when I'm falling into a place where I'm not feeling good about myself, you know, mm-hmm. where, where like maybe I look in the mirror, I'm like fat, 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 all, <laughs> old, bald, fat, you know, whenever that happens, um, sometimes I need to like stop and yes. really put my emotions in check, really put my thoughts in check because I could downward spiral, be sitting here and you're sitting across from me completely in love with me. And even then I could sit there and be like, I'm all by myself, you know, like that, (laughs) that could happen.
0: Most definitely. And when's the last time something like that happened to either one of us? I don't know, like this week. (laughs) (laughs) And now is a really good time to be talking about this because the world is crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the world is crazy. A lot of people feel isolated. There,
0: it's, yes, a lot of people feel isolated. There are strong emotionings uh, emotionings, emotionings <laughs> that's a, strong emotionings happening all over the place. Um, I think it's a very good time to be doing self-investigation oh, on yeah. all levels. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think not only now, but I think it's always a good time yes. to do self-investigating. Um, Don't allow yourself to get complacent with the idea that, oh, everything is fine. Because I think that that's the biggest thing. A lot of times, you know, um, people get complacent with where they are. So it's easy to fall into the idea that... Oh, I, you know, I'm good because we're here in the studio. So you're looking at the physical stuff. Right. Well, I'm not alone because I'm here with Klee and everything is fine and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm
0: going to look at how I'm talking to myself tomorrow because I have administrative tasks.
1: Yeah, exactly. I've got all this stuff going on.
0: We're all being very open and vulnerable here. and, And I love that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the fact of the matter is that. I am a very different human than who I was back in the day. Back in the day, these kind of subjects, I did not talk about them out. In public, mm-hmm. you just did not talk about this stuff.
0: Well, you just didn't talk about your feelings. In no, public. you don't
1: talk about your feelings. Feelings? You don't talk about feelings. You know, like especially if you're a man. Yeah, if you're a man, you don't you don't have feelings. You bury them deep down inside, <laughs> where they can fester and yeah. turn into things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so like. Um, that's, that was the, that was the problem back then. So because of that, there were a lot of times where I felt isolated and I know because with my daughters, so they're always showing their right. tip, Blah the blah, 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 has blah feelings.
0: She's just hysterical. Yeah. Or whatever, whatever stupid
1: yes. crap it is that a lot of society thinks. And that's the problem is that a lot of the ideals that are out there are just stupid. They're stupid. Yeah. And so, like, you think that you need someone else in your life to make you not feel lonely. You think that um, someone else is. I we've had people tell us, on you. Well, it must be. It must be nice because you found somebody that. You, yeah, sure, I found somebody that I have a good relationship with. After 35 years of not good relationships. Yeah,
0: and that also doesn't mean that I can make things okay for you. No, absolutely not. I most definitely cannot make things okay for you if you've decided that things are not okay.
1: No, our relationship could have easily turned into a nightmare.
0: Christine said, when I realize I'm feeling lonely, it often means I've gotten in my head and I'm imagining what has not come to pass. Yes. And not sharing it with my husband, what's going on in my head. Yes, and yes, yes, two ways. Yes, I get in my head and I imagine doom cloud scenarios, and I and and then I feel and I think and then, you feel very isolated. You spiral when you into that. despair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my gosh! Especially lately, I've had to keep myself in check, dude. What is going on with the world? Yeah.
1: That, that. Actually, the other day we had that conversation where I stopped and I said, "Listen, I know that you're going through stuff, and." I have a feeling that you're not telling me everything. Yeah. And I think it's time to start because the last thing you want to do is isolate yourself.
0: And bottle it up.
1: And bottle it up. If you are withholding anything from anyone, it means that I don't want to be a bother. Oh, to yeah.
0: Them. I didn't want to burden you with yeah. my worldly troubles. I don't yes. want to
1: burden them. Yes. So then you, all you do is pull yourself away and like, I'm going to be the martyr and I'm going to isolate myself so that I'm not a burden. Right. All you're doing is isolating yourself.
0: And on the flip side to that, uh, imaginary scenarios about where I should be and where the world should be in my idyllic situation that is not reality. And then feeling despair on that end of the stick too. Yeah. Uh, And, and man, I can, I can go down that rabbit hole. I have to check in with myself.
1: That's a good point. As far as answering Nellie's question, because I mean, there are so many things to look at when it comes to that feeling of loneliness. Yeah. You know, and as far as like an, an artist, God, there's so much insecurity, so much. Like, what if I put my artwork out there? What if I can I do this? Am I going to succeed? What if I fail? What if I have to come crawling back? What if this uh, this gallery criticizes me or what if this art critic criticizes me or what if my art gets rejected? Da, 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 da. There is so much insecurity that you deal with oh, yeah. as an artist that if you're not sharing that, you, that could be extremely isolated. And if
0: you're also not looking at it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, the unfortunate news is that it's like an ever-unfolding onion of insecurity.
1: Yes, it doesn't go away. <laughs> it doesn't go away. It just, it's like you just, you're just you like, oh, I think I, I accomplished this thing. I feel so much better. And then there's another layer. It's like, really? Come on. But also
0: understanding that like, that's not unique to you. Like, no. Everyone's going through it. And congrats to you for unpeeling the onion. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't.
1: Yeah. Yeah, a a lot of people don't.
0: Azura said, I get mixed messages about feelings. People don't show XYZ feeling. And also people, why don't you express yourself? more? (laughs) Yes, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I totally feel that. Tina had said people will criticize no matter how you act. So just act the way you truly feel.
1: Yeah, just act how you feel. Just be yourself. Listen, we're we're artists. And even if if anybody listening to this doesn't consider themselves an artist, let me tell you, if you are human, you are creative. And that gives you license to be your own weird freaking self. And so just be weird and be yourself.
0: Cruz said being safe and feeling safe enough to express or share emotions is so important. The flip side is being fake, which goes nowhere. Yeah.
1: If you are compensating who you are in any way, shape or form in order to make someone else happy. Mm-hmm. Then what you are doing is you are not presenting yourself as who you are. And that is very lonely.
0: Yes, it is. And it's also incredibly exhausting. It is
1: exhausting. And so at that point, if you are not putting you out there and having those conversations and and just talking to people and you're worried about the rejection, about being rejected, and your entire behavior is based on not being rejected, on people pleasing and all that stuff that comes with that, then you are isolating yourself because at the end of that, you don't know who you are. And how are you going to be your best friend if you don't even know who you are? It's true.
0: And uh, you know, I've, I've had times in my life where I've said like, I don't even know who I am anymore. You've illustrated exactly that. The practice of being an artist is solitary in of itself. So I feel like artists, maybe most of all, need to be kind of vigilant about this.
1: I absolutely agree. And I mean, and that's the thing, like as artists, we spend a lot of time with ourselves, with our thoughts, observing the world. Uh, we're, we, we are investigators of the human behavior and what is going on. And so Nellie, to me, this is just an opportunity. The fact that you're aware of that question, the fact that you're asking that question that right there is a very, very powerful thing because you are going to be able to investigate that and you will have an insight into yourself and into loneliness and what it what does it mean to me why why would I allow myself to feel lonely in these times and stuff those are the questions that us as artists um sitting there for those hours working on something creative, looking and investigating into our emotions that's our opportunity to look at that and really really get to the bottom of where we stand when it comes to those emotions so i'm i'm excited for you the fact that you asked that question is really really awesome
0: yeah congratulations on whatever path you take from here and being someone who's investigating the things.
1: Absolutely.
0: This was an awesome question, Nellie. And if any of you listening out there have a question for us, we have a place on our website. You can ask Raffi and com. For Artists, Ask Us a Question.
1: And thank you so much for listening, you guys. Uh, you guys are absolutely amazing. I totally adore you. And Nellie, you've got this. I, we would be very curious to hear an update from you and how you feel about this whole subject And uh, if you are interested in subscribing to us and listening to more like this, you click somewhere around here to subscribe. I really don't know where the button is. It
0: depends on where you're listening from. Exactly.
1: And thank you again, you guys. And that's it. Say goodbye, Klee. Good day. Adios.